Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and this week, Shruti and I just talk about balance. As we're going in the holidays, don't worry if you eat too many Christmas cookies or too much pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving, and don't beat yourself up if you can't make every invite. Tell you about one of our sponsors, Simon Says Farms. Check out their line of all natural health and wellness products. This includes goat milk, soaps, lotions, and lip balm, all handmade on their farm in Connecticut. Check out SimonSaysFarms.com for their full line of products. If you're counting macros and love some sweet heat, make sure to add a bottle of all natural swanky sauce to your shopping cart. SimonSaysFarms.com. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and I'm back again with Trudy. And this week, we're just talking about balance. As we move into the holidays, you know, those that are on fitness journeys are going to beat themselves up because they ate too much there in Thanksgiving or too many Christmas cookies, or <laughs> you're worried about that you spent too much money on gifts, or you didn't have enough time to spread around to all your family and friends. And life is, is a balance and sometimes it's out of balance, but you can't beat yourself up. Um, I, I talk about a, a tripod with health where you have your physical, mental, and emotional health, and you have to keep all three legs strong. And if we look at one and we neglect the others, you're going to fall over and moving forward, just making sure you touch on all three of those legs and having that extra cookie or grandma's apple pie or and maybe being too busy with this group of friends or family and you can't make it to the other don't beat yourself up just stay as balanced as you can and enjoy the holidays and Trudy what's your feeling on just trying to stay balanced and not taking everything to heart if you can't have it perfect you know I've been honestly, I've been personally feeling like really drained and really overwhelmed. And what I do is something that raises my energy levels, like which makes me feel good inside. So whether that's hypnosis or going for a walk, I try, I make an effort to do something that will give me the energy in my heart and in my mind, like all aligned. So that's what I would suggest for other people is do things that make you feel good, that raise your energy levels internally, because when you do that, you will feel balanced. And then if you want to eat that extra cookie, if you want to eat that, you know, extra piece of turkey, whatever it is, you won't feel so bad if you feel okay inside. I agree with that. I, like I said, I put the quotes up on the easel, the chalkboard easel at the gym And I pointed out, uh, I did it last month as we were going into Halloween with the Halloween candy. Now we're going into Thanksgiving where we just eat a lot of everything. And then we go into all the snacks and the sweets of of Christmas. And you have to enjoy life. You have to take those in. Now, at the same time, accountability. Don't eat the entire bucket of Halloween candy. A piece here, (laughs) I mean, a piece a day, a couple pieces a day for a a week or so isn't going to hurt you. It's if that gives you that little bit of life. I mean, another trainer that I I work with and, and talk to often, she put a post about how she ate too many, I think they were Reese's peanut butter bars that she made with her kids. And she was kind of like kicking herself saying, oh, geez, now I got to do the extra sit-ups and this and that. It's like a cookie with your kid has so much more value than that perfectly balanced diet for the day. I mean, go and enjoy it. I mean, I always use that analogy of don't don't skip on your nephew's birthday cake. Go enjoy the birthday, sit down and have a cake and enjoy it. 
I mean, we can't beat ourselves up. Otherwise yeah. we're out of balance. I mean, I know we hate bringing it up, but we've been living in it for two years, but the COVID thing, we're going overboard on the physical health, overboard on making sure everyone's perfectly fine physical, but what are we doing to our mental health and our emotional health and stuff like that? Same thing. If you're depriving yourself of that Christmas cookie or that piece of pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving dinner, and are you really enjoying life? Is it really worth it? I agree with you 100%. I mean, I, I think that what you can do sometimes is if you're feeling guilty about taking a piece of cake, start with a small piece. If you want a little more, then take it again. Instead of cutting like a big slice at first, just start with less. If you want more, go back and take more. At least this way, you're like, okay, well, I took the small piece. Okay, I'm satisfied. Great. Or, you know what? I want a little more instead of going big before because no one likes to feel... You know, that feeling of like when you've eaten, you're like, oh, there's that ramen bowl or there's something in front of you, you keep eating it and then you're enjoying it. And you're like, one more bite, one more bite. And then you're full. And then it's no longer enjoyable because now you're so full. So for me, I like to, I like to get to the level where I'm like almost full. I'm like, Ooh, like I want a little more, but I'm not going to do it because this is satisfying. It's the same thing with alcohol, right? Like you're like one more drink and then you regret it the next day. Do it where it's like pleasing for you, where you've enjoyed it, satisfied it instead of overwhelming yourself because then the experience itself is not enjoyable anymore. Now you're just full. Now you feel tired. Like what was the point of it? You wanted to enjoy that meal. Yeah, <laughs> that, I think that's too, my take. That, and everyone's different. Yeah, I think too often we're, we're too hard on ourselves for either something we did or something we didn't do. Uh, I, I've mentioned it on here many times when someone hears that I'm part of a podcast. The episode I, I like to share first is the importance of rest. That's that's just one that's really important to me. And we beat we beat ourselves up because we ate that extra cookie, we ate that extra candy, or we had too many extra slices of pizza, or or something not healthy. And then on the flip side we beat ourselves up when we skipped a workout or we were lazy and didn't do anything. And you know, my feeling on that, if, if you, if your body was tired and you couldn't do the workout, that's the rest your body needed. If you were mentally drained and just needed to sit down and watch a goofy comedy on TV and not worry about laundry, that's the rest your mind and your heart needed. And don't beat yourself up for taking that extra rest. Don't beat yourself up for having that extra sweet or that candy or, or whatever it might be. And we have to keep that balance. I and mean, you're, you're going to struggle if you take all the, the fun things out of life. And, and don't get me wrong. There's people out there that can live happily ever after eating a plate full of vegetables every day and, and never have anything sweet or anything that's considered a treat or, or fun. But I mean, for the average person going to the country fair and eating the funnel cakes and the and cotton candy and stuff like that, that, those are those little treats in life that, that make us smile, that make us feel like a kid again and make sure you do those. And, and again, on the flip side, if you don't get that housework done uh, because it is a holiday weekend and you just want to sit back and put your feet up, sit back and put your feet up. Exactly. And you touched on something really good is when you look at kids, they're just kind of having fun. I saw these kids like rolling in this pile of leaves and they were so happy and i'm just like what can we do as adults to you know nurture that inner child in us because i think when we become adults 
we forget that part of us. And I know I've talked about this in other episodes, like there's that child that lives inside of you. There's that teenager that lives inside of you. Your physical body is an adult, your face, your like whatever, that's an adult, you know, you're an adult. But if you forget about, you know, that childlike nature in yourself, want to play, to have fun, to like, let things be light, you're going to be living in misery, in my opinion, because when we do nurture that inner child, that playfulness, whatever it is, eating a funnel cake or going to the carnival or doing something you did as a kid that you really enjoyed coming from that place, you're, you are going to raise your energy levels mentally, emotionally, and physically. That's another thing that I think people forget. They think it's separate, right? You think like physical workout, it's just about the physical workout. Everything is connected with each other. So if you need rest, ask yourself what you need. If you're tired, your body, okay, what do I need today? Okay, I just need to sit on the couch and watch Netflix and pig out on some chips and brownies whatever it is for you, that's like relaxing for you. Ask yourself what you need. Cause then when you nurture that, I don't think you'll feel as guilty. Well, the three parts of health, like you said, physical, mental, emotional, they, they definitely are tied in together. I mean, it's proven that exercising is a natural antidepressant. And I think it's kind of funny how you mentioned seeing kids and kick through the leaves and how they're just having fun. Um, when I went out to, to Utah and I hiked with Jen out there in the Red Rock. She saw how much I appreciated that landscape. And then she came back here and we hiked on the mountains in Connecticut and hiked up Bear Mountain. And she was shuffling her feet through the leaves. And I kind of joked how she was just like a little kid enjoying the leaves because she doesn't have those where she is. And then that's when she and I did the episode when you weren't available about appreciating what's in your own backyard. Sometimes you need to go and, and bring someone else into your own backyard for them to show it to you through their eyes, because you take it for granted. And that's the same thing. You go and see some kids kicking through the leaves. You realize how much fun that is. And sometimes we need a kid to remind us to have fun and to not take life too serious. Yeah. None of us are getting out alive. The only thing that's guaranteed is coming into this life and dying. Those are the only guarantees. And, and taxes. <laughs> They, 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 they say death and taxes are the only guarantee. Death and life. taxes. Yeah. <laughs> so in between, and I try, I do make an effort to remind myself of that. I'm like, not getting out of here alive. Is this going to matter five years from now? It's going to matter. Maybe it'll matter five minutes from now and I'll still be stressing about it, whatever. But is this really going to matter? Is this going to mark, like leave a mark on my life if I do this? So just, getting into that mindset of, you know what, living life to the fullest, as cliche as it is, life is short, because it is. <laughs> if you like, if you when you become an adult, especially, I feel like time just seems like it's going back faster and faster. When you're younger, you're like, Oh, I wish I was 21. I wish I could just go to the bar. Like, I don't need a fake ID. And you're rushing. And then once you become of age, as you get older, you're wishing life would move slower. So enjoy it, live in the moment and just, yeah, have gratitude for that. Well, that, that living life to the fullest. I mean, we, we touch on that a bit and you, you hear that expression I mean, the, the work life balance a lot. I mean, I use uh, my uncle and my father 
for example. I mean, my father had his, his military career. He retired a high-ranking military officer. He has his pension. He has his health insurance. And I mean, it appears he has all his ducks in the row. My uncle was a one-man show. He had a business and still has it where he makes stretchers for artists. He has million-dollar paintings on, on his stretchers. But he is that. He's a one-man show. He doesn't have a pension. He doesn't have health insurance. He doesn't have all that. And who has the better life? I mean, my father's had four heart attacks. He has a pacemaker, defibrillator, triple bypass, knee replacement, hip replacement. My uncle now has stage four prostate cancer. And so he's on, I mean, borrowed time at this point. Which one would look back and say that they did their life right? My father worked more than he should have. I mean, he probably should have slowed down and maybe retired or rank or grade less than he did, but then enjoyed life a little more. Maybe my uncle should have been a little more structured in, in saving and having stuff for the back end. But what's the right way to do it? And again, my uncle's traveled the world. He's met artists from all around the world. He's played music all around the world. He's sailed from to Cuba. He's done so many things. But it, what did he do it too much? We have to have that balance. But I noticed that when leaving that shop, I went and did that trip out to Utah and realized how much I didn't live over the past 25 years, how much I was confined by the structure. And don't get me wrong, people have to work. You have your rules of your job, you have your vacation time and this and that, but I was extremely restricted with what I had at my shop and we didn't do anything together as a group. I mean, I'm at the gym for four months and I was just invited to a, a friend's giving last week. And so my wife and I, after four months, got invited to this house party, which in 20 plus years at the shop, there was no house parties there. And one of the other mothers who's in our age and has two daughters in her 20s, she tells her daughters all the time, make sure you travel, make sure you go out and enjoy life. You can make money tomorrow. You're not going to have tomorrow to do activities, to live life. And, and again, there has to be that balance. We have to pay our bills, our mortgage and stuff like that. But don't beat yourself up if you take that extra time to go and see that show or take that extra I and mean, pay a couple extra bucks to have the nice dinner when you go out. I and mean, you have to live life. You have to have that balance. And like it's you said, so and we're, none of us are getting out of it alive. And there's no point in bringing all the money in the box with us. Yeah. I, I mean, like you, I really desired a vacation which I hadn't taken in a long time and my best friend convinced me she was like when was the last time you took a real vacation and I had nothing to do with work and I literally could not remember the last time I took a vacation that didn't have to do with work even when I would go on work vacation I would still see friends but I would, like everything was planned like I had to like go on a meeting today I had to go shopping for like craft services for the shoot. I had to make sure like all the paperwork was in place. I had to confirm all these things. So I was excited, but I wasn't completely relaxed. Now, when I went on my vacation last time, my friends, my amazing friends hosted me. I went in with no plan. I was like, I don't know who I'm going to see. I reached out to a couple of people, but I wasn't stressing about it. And it was just nice, like sleeping in, just hanging out with the girls, like waking up, a little bit later just staying in bed till like 10 30 and then like hey guys let's go for a hike today where it was spontaneous and it wasn't planned it was just easy and that kind of gave me this boost of energy when I came back where I felt fulfilled inside and there's no price on that <laughs> you can't pay for that that's just something that's 
beautiful and it's so important for you because like you said you will have that day to work tomorrow but take that trip today if someone invites you make it happen if you can yeah i i mean i know exactly how you feel because when i got out out to jen's out in utah and i sat down at the table and looked across the street at that open field and those mountains and i started putting something on on my instagram account and my beam page about just how much this trip meant to me and one going to see a friend two going to hike the red rock but three just because i could just i finally had a moment in my life that my non-restrictive job at this point allowed me to go and take this trip and i've only been on a plane three times in the past I and mean, not counting back and forth and i took a trip to jamaica for my honeymoon 20 years ago went to texas for my cousin's wedding five years ago and this trip and a lot of that being because it was so restrictive. I had such minimal time. And when you have kids and you don't have separate sick days, you have to save vacation days in case your kid gets sick. Otherwise, you don't get paid. So you always had to hold a couple in your back pocket. So it was very restrictive. And it felt amazing. I mean, it hit me emotionally. I mean, I was literally in tears typing up that post when I realized, wow, I stayed in a position for 25 years that physically might have been good for me and trust me i think it had something to do with all the cardiac problems i had on top of my family history but so physically it was good for me in terms of it paid my bills it allowed me and i will always say good things about the shop where he allowed me to to leave early to coach the high school sports for 15 years so i had some of those fringe benefits but at the same time psychologically and emotionally hit where I didn't have some of the holidays off. I didn't have that time to do family histories. I mean, we had to take a week on July 4th. That week of July 4th, the shop shut down. And many times my wife didn't get that week off. So that wasn't a family vacation. So that wasn't refreshing. It wasn't emotionally fulfilling because my family wasn't there. My wife wasn't there with me. I mean, there were times when I went and did something on my own or with a friend. There were other times where it was me and the kids, which was fun. I mean, it's nice to have that father and son bonding time but it's still not a family vacation. So it hits you emotionally, it hits you. So, I mean, do those things that you can. Don't beat yourself up again. I mean, enjoy those sweets during the holidays. And this is throughout life, not just the holidays, but I know the holidays is when we tend to kick ourselves in the rear because we do overindulge. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the holidays start on pretty much Halloween and they go until... Super Bowl Sunday, and you can even say Valentine's Day. So when you think about it, we eat a lot of candy at Halloween. We eat a lot of everything at Thanksgiving. And then there's parties from pretty much Thanksgiving until Christmas. And then you celebrate on New Year's. And then a month later, I mean, the biggest junk food day is Super Bowl Sunday. And then you go another two weeks after Super Bowl Sunday, and you're going out for a big Valentine's dinner, or, there, or there's some candy back in the house for that. And yeah, that might not be as big of a food one, but from pretty much October through February, we get hit with these big food days and we beat ourselves up for having the chips and the salsa and the candy and the pies and the cookies. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. And not just through those four months or so, but your entire life, you have to have that balance and don't neglect yourself of that emotional enjoyment that you get through food and fun and travel and stuff like that. Absolutely. And that's how I think it has like a ripple effect, the emotional fulfillment you're talking about and other areas of your life. 
So if you're looking to grow in your career, if you're looking to grow in your relationship, all those things, again, it's the internal, it's the internal state, which, you know, changes your life and transforms your life. So when you learn to balance those things, you will see a shift in your external, external world. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when, when you feel energy, I mean, I've had people ask me, I mean, how are things going? So we're, we're looking at July, just a week after July 4th is when I, I left the shop. So we're talking most of July, August, September, October. I mean, I'm, I'm five months into this and they ask me, how are things going financially? I'm probably on par of where it was and maybe a little behind where I was at the shop, but I feel so much better. And again, I got invited to a house party from a group that I've only been with for four months. That didn't happen in 20 years at the shop. And, and just that, that connection, I am, I'm seeing my clients that I'm working with and the personal training clients that are excited that they're building strength and they can see the results and the progress they're making. And I have a homeschool group of, of four kids that I work in with archery. And when their parents are telling me, and how happy the kids are when they go home and I'm, I'm boosting their confidence. I mean, that means, that means more to me than the dollar. Yes. I need to make my money and this is how I make my money and pay my bills. But when I get those compliments and, the, and those thank yous that are genuine, it, it means a lot. And like I said, we have that physical side, but when you get that little extra pat on the emotional side, it really goes a long way. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, those moments, we don't get those as much. So like, you know, when you're in your twenties or in your, you're in college or in high school, you're hanging out with people all the time. When you're an adult, you're married with responsibilities or just in general, you're an adult, you, you don't get to spend as much time as you would like with good friends or making new connections, which are fulfilling. So when you do have that moment, it is precious. Yeah. I mean, I want to touch on that, that spending time. I mean, now we're all going to know, and and we've talked about different connections and you have, you have your friends and you have your acquaintances. And then we take our, our titles. We want to put on our best friends, our good friends, our friends, our acquaintances. And, and you'll, you'll realize who are the ones that are going to go the extra mile and don't mind hopping on a car and making a 45 minute drive. And and then the ones that have a, an excuse or a reason. And I'm going to flip that around. Don't beat yourself up again at any time, but through the holidays when you have to turn an invite down. I mean, I'm one that if someone, I'm the type of person that if someone sends me a text message, I like to reply, even if the reply is, Hey, I'm busy now. I'll get back to you in a couple of days. I'm just, if you took a second out of your life for me, I can take a second out of my life for you. But on the flip side of that, don't beat yourself up because you can only, and stretch yourself so thin. I mean, if there's four weekends and you get six invites, obviously you got to miss two of them. And then then all of a sudden, three of them happen to be on the same Saturday. You can't be at multiple places at once. And (laughs) that always happens. (laughs) Yeah. So when, when you have to turn one down and don't beat yourself up and don't, don't go nuts trying to, I know, I know that's, and one of the, the, little pieces of advice as I give to, to people that, and they're, they're going to get married and this and that. And they've seen my wedding party where we had 20 something people in the wedding party and we had 200 and something at the wedding. And when you get to your wedding, you do your first dance, you sit down, you enjoy your meal and you just look out into the crowd, mingle a little, but don't worry about going to say hi to every person there. 
Oh, no. Because otherwise you're not going to enjoy the moment. And that's the thing. We're so worried about always going out and, oh, I got to get to this person's house. I got to go visit this person, but I want to go see them. And I want to go. And it's okay if you can't. And and don't beat yourself up. And in some cases, and I know I've gone through this because and my family is all over the place. And my, my family is I have one brother in Connecticut who's an hour away. My father's four hours north up in New York. And my mother's 10, 11 hours south down in North Carolina at this point. And then my wife's family is half an hour away in Connecticut. And it's like, seems like we're the ones that always travel. In some cases, my brother's got the big house. It makes sense to do Thanksgiving there. We can't fit him in my house. But every now and then I tell my wife, you know what? We'll have Thanksgiving, just the four of us, because I'm sitting my butt in my couch and eating and watching the game. For once, I'm going to be, I don't want to call it selfish, but you can't always be on the run. Sometimes you have to just sit back, invite family over. If they can make it great, if they can't, then we'll see you next holiday. So don't always feel obligated to make it to every invite you get. You just can't do it. Yeah. You know, there's this quote, and I think it's, when you realize how powerful your presence is, you won't just be anywhere and everywhere. So you have to remember also like your energy and how precious your own energy and your presence is. So being selective about where you go or what invite you accept, you can still be grateful for it, but check in with yourself. It's not selfish. Cause if you're just going somewhere to go somewhere, just to be like, Oh, I don't want to hurt that person's feelings or I just want to be there. You're not really present anyway. So why be there? So check in with yourself. It's it's less selfish, I think, to be like, I'm going to sit at home on the Thanksgiving because this is what I need than to go over somewhere at someone's house and just be there because you're like, well, I have to be here. What's the point of that? What's the purpose of that? <laughs> what does that do for you? And what does that do for anyone else? They're just like, oh, Jay feels obligated to be here. I guess maybe next time he shouldn't come. Then you make the other person feel bad and then you feel bad. Now, what's the, what, what was the whole point of that? Where you could have just stayed home and said, hey, let's get together another day. I'd love to see you. Let's plan something else. You're not rejecting them. Right. I mean, I've, I've talked about that with, with friends where I have some friends who you try to connect with and it just never seems to work, never have time. And then other friends where it's saying, Let's open up our calendars. How's next Friday? Nope, I'm busy. What about you next Thursday? Nope, I'm busy. Next thing you know, you're five weeks out and you find that at 11.30 a.m. on a Sunday, you're both available and you put it in your calendar. It's five weeks away, but you found the time to make it happen. Yeah. And if that's what you need to do, that's what you do. And but and same thing. It, it's just as much as we talked about the the doing things, doing the eating the extra food or or doing that stuff that wears you down when you have to go on the flip side and you can't do everything. You can't make sure you mow the lawn before companies come in before the picnic. Big deal. They're not going to worry about that. They're going to worry about sitting down and having good conversation. And that was the big joke. Every time my father had a big picnic, he had to paint the entire house. It felt like, I mean, we probably only painted it every five years, but it seemed like he always had the house have the house painted when he's having the big picnic. It's like, no, just sit down, relax. No one cares what the house looks like. They just want to sit down and have a burger and have the conversation with you. And that's, yeah. that, that's what your friends want. And same thing as a host of a party. Yes, we need the host. Same thing. Sit down, introduce all your friends and your family to the refrigerator and tell them they get to shake the refrigerator's hand whenever they want to drink. You don't need to do it for them. Sit back and just 
let let people feel free to be yeah. welcome yourself at home this is your home exactly. I, remember, uh, so- I remember back in high school I, I went to a friend's house the first time they literally took me into the kitchen they said this is the refrigerator this is where the cups are if you need anything don't ask just get it and they said <laughs> i mean that was the first That's time so i was in their house i love that i love it uh so jay if you were to close this off, what would be your tips for, you know, how to remain in balanced and living in balance? And you, you have to realize what, what makes you feel good. I know for me, I'm a people person and having that restrictive time that I had, I, I feel the difference of being able to spend time with myself and, and, and with other people. And it, it's very important that you do what you, what you can and don't beat yourself up. And, and a lot of it goes back to that importance of rest. If you're tired physically, mentally, or emotionally, and you can't make it, and it's the rest. I mean, I use that all the time. That's the rest written to your life's music. It's You weren't lazy. You didn't skip the workout or the practice or whatever it is. It's just the rest written into your life's music. And, and that's very important. And then going on to if you can't make activities, if you can't make an invite, um, and I know, and I'll say it here that I'm one that gets frustrated every time I get turned down when I, when I invite someone over and they say no after no after no. Um, but I understand that people have lives and you can't do everything and don't beat yourself up if you can't make it to an event or, or accept someone's invite every time. That's wonderful advice. And, and, and then what, so what about for you? I would say pretty much the same and just, you know, checking in with yourself and asking yourself what you need and just remember that inner child in you to fulfill that inner child in you and be playful and joyful and just appreciating the little things and don't forget to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the little the little things and I'm going to go back to that your backyard episode that I did with Jen. Uh, I noticed, I noticed the fall colors a lot more this year after watching her appreciate them when she was here. And those little things that we take for granted, whether it be our environment or the people around us and try to just be a little more um, observant of what we have and, and appreciative and, and you'll have that balance. Love it. <laughs> right, guys, Love it. Hope, hope you enjoyed this show and next week uh, we'll, we'll have a full length show i'm not sure what's going to happen with that short back and forth on friday as next week's the holiday week and we're going to be everyone's going to be jumping around so hope you enjoyed this and we'll see you next week shift mindset podcast is for entertainment purposes only While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.